What up, though? What up, though? And welcome to the Retire Hood Rat Podcast, where you too can retire. And don't forget, relapse is a part of recovery. Here, we're going to talk about how can you transcend, what makes your life better, and if you still a hood rat, that's okay, too, because we still love you, okay? We all are still transcending. I'm your host, comedian T. Barb in the building, straight out of Detroit, only in Detroit. And each and every week, I'm bringing you that fire. Don't forget, every Monday, 9 a.m. live on YouTube and Facebook Live. Go subscribe, click like, and every Thursday on all platforms. Today, we have an interesting show because I want to talk about sex baby and we have the self-proclaimed okay high priestess of pleasure and shout out to my engineer what's the other title and pleasure advocate the world famous tressa in the building hello 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 am, am i missing the mark do you have a high priestess name and i'm just saying your government name <laughs> No, you got it right. You got it right. That's Some right. Some of my friends call me the high priestess of pleasure. The high priestess of pleasure. Listen, I want to ask you how you got that name to be the high priestess, but we're going to hold on to that. Trust is going to come back and we're going to talk about sex, women's empowerment, what sex does to the body. Why are people so sexually crazy in all of those things. So I thank you for joining me. We'll be right back with you. If this is your first time listening to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. It goes a little something like this. We do the retired hood rat word of the day. Then we do the retired hood rat prayer, which is not a shot at any religious institution. It's just our chance to get our praise on to whoever we like. Then we're going to get off into this interview with the high priestess of pleasure and talk all about sex. Oh, my God. We all oh, talk about sex, baby. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I don't know what to ask the high priestess, but before I get into about to ask the high priestess of sex about sex. Um, I got to do my retired hood red word of the day, which is my chance to give some inspiration. And today I am inspired by sex and um, never let your sexual power go. And this is just my opinion. I think that sometimes we can undervalue that power that we harness within our bodies, women within our wombs, men within your penis, your shaft, whatever, and understanding that, yes, sex feels good, but it's also an intimate uh, intimate situation, and you should value yourself sexually. Now, what valuing yourself sexually looks like to you is up to you, but whatever it is, stay true to who you are sexually, okay? And if that means that you don't have sex until a person gains a response or you married, stay true to that. If that's you have sex with multiple people, please start making sure that these people respect you. And that's kind of my thing about it. Get it how you live. Do what you want to do. But my retired hood rat word of the day is to make sure everything that you do benefits you and puts you in the best light, gives you the most respect. Uh, makes you feel good because a lot of times we're having these encounters with people both sexually and regular and they're not good encounters you know why because you don't value yourself people can read the energy they know when you're confident about it they know when you're coming in a little limp and and, and not 
wanting to disclose or scared of your own self. So just know, empower yourself, okay? Whether that's sexually irregular, if you don't want to have sex with somebody, don't do it. If you want to have sex with somebody, do it. Do you, but be confident in what it is that you do, how you do it, and what you do about it. And I'll tell you what, just being honest and transparent, my first sexual encounter was horrible. That's because I didn't know me. It took me years to get self-esteem. Years. I think I just got self-esteem in my comedy career, and I've been doing this almost seven years. So we fake it till we make it, but the truth of the matter was I was not self-confident and I was leaning to my peers as most teenagers do. And I don't even think the first time I had sex, he knew that that was my first time. It wasn't no love to it. It was no feeling to it because I was just going in it to be in it. So don't be used as a pawn, whether sexually or regular, and just know going into things to empower yourself, do things that make you feel good. Do what you want to do because it makes you feel good, not to appease others. Because the minute you get stuck in trying to strictly appease someone else, that's when you lose who you are. And there are plenty of people who get pleasure from pleasing other people. And that's both sexually and regular. I'm a helper. I understand. I feel good helping other people. That makes me feel good. But sometimes you can't do it at the sacrifice of yourself stop sacrificing yourself for others gratification if it does not give you gratification that's our retired hood rat word of the day <laughs> i am the ayana of the ghetto <laughs> and then after that we got our guest the high priestess of pleasure tressa in the building just the high, and we about to do this Hello. prayer, high priest. We gonna need an extra prayer because it seemed like you about to come in here and set everybody ears on fire. So I do want to tell you, this is not a PG thirteen show. I'm pretty sure. So if this is my PG thirteen, my Christian crowd, I want to give you that disclaimer that after I get through with this prayer, go on and watch something else. <laughs> Turn it on Steve Harvey because <laughs> we on here retired hood rest show getting it in. Um, the prayer is not about whatever deity, Jehovah, whoever. It is just really about whoever you believe in or deity you believe in. And I don't want to say whoever because then somebody going to say it's not a who. It's a, you know what I mean. Okay, I'm just a girl from Joy Road. <laughs> I'm just, I'm finally picking up on the nuances of how to say things. So never cancel me. It's never personal. It's just more, that's just the way I speak. So we're going to bow our heads, but don't bow your head if you're driving. Because <laughs> I don't want you to crash this way. <laughs> Dear God, we are thankful. We ask that someone here understands that their own personal gratification is well. Not that they're going to be selfish, God, because we're always going to look out for others. And we know that in blessing others that's a blessing to ourselves but there is someone who needs to put themselves first sometimes there is someone who needs to care about themselves who needs to be in this for themselves and understand that it's okay for people to do for them as well god i ask that you allow that person or those persons to understand that there is power in harnessing who they are making themselves feel good and self-gratifying 
education. In your name, we pray. Amen. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> it is the church of Joy Road in the building. Comedian T-Barb, make sure you follow me on all <laughs> platforms. TikTok, Comedian T-Barb, Instagram, I am T-Barb. You can go over to my website, which is scrolling across the bottom if you're watching on YouTube. YouTube, every Monday, 9 a.m. Like subscribe if some of y'all listening you think you subscribe you may not be subscribed so just click that subscribe button follow my fan page comedian t barb just keep up with me and don't forget february 1st we're at the detroit house of comedy in march 1st so every first wednesday of the month you can catch me at the detroit house of comedy which is inside hockey town next door to the fox let's let's get off into the sex talk i'm talking Listen, we have Tressa, the high priestess of pleasure and pleasure advocate in the building. Tressa, tell them a little bit about you. What is the high priestess of pleasure? What is that about? Well, um, I'm Tressa, as you said, and um, as the high priestess of pleasure, um, I advocate for women to really prioritize their pleasure, to live in it. Um, and that can be sensual as far as sex. That could be, um, I, I talk about having orgasmic lifestyle, but it's not just about sex. It's in everything we do. So audacity for me equals authenticity. And I try to women that um, you have to have, you have to be audacious to really, to live your life, to live your truth. Um, but that's really what it's about for us to step up, to be able to, um, own our pleasure, whatever it is. You kind of talked about it, Tiffany, uh, T, and you kind of had me like, you know, just kind of laughing the way you put it, but this is the truth. It's like oftentimes we as women have, whether whatever it is, we just kind of don't put ourselves first. Okay, no, let me change that. We don't most times put ourselves first. We're getting there. We're doing better. And that's why I advocate for women. What is your pleasure? prioritizing your pleasure. Um, you know, I have something that says self-love is medicine, is um, pleasure is medicine. And um, it just helps us to really understand that we talk about food because there's good food that helps us to have healthy bodies. Um, and we need to take on, you know, we talk about exercise. But at the same time, when it talks about our own pleasure, if we begin to tap into that and to embody that, that's another form of self-healing, doing what we love and love what we do. So sometimes we're talking about sex itself. Other times we're just talking about the very things that we enjoy. How many women know what they enjoy? Whether it's in the bed, the boardroom, at telling their children, telling their husband, like you talked about, like we need to know what it is that we like. And so I am an advocate for women to begin to tap into what brings you joy, what brings you pleasure, sexual and otherwise. You know, wow. you talk. <laughs> and I listen to you. I was you know, just going ahead. I was just being the little quiet. Wow. Girl, let me tell you, if I could tell you the truth, that's kind of how it was. I would have never thought I I'll be 61 in two weeks. I would have and you never look good, thought girl. For that. everybody listening, going over to YouTube, comedian T Barb. So because if this was 61, look like gone black girl magic. <laughs> Thank you. So, but I I started off like you for many, many years. I was, I think, 
51. Damn, was I? Oh, Tiffany, I don't know if you let me cuss here. So let me, I'm sorry. No, you could cuss. I was 50, I was 50, between 51, I want to say 51 and 54. Now, I had had that, I had had like oral sex, orgasm, stuff like that. But I was like that age before I had my first vaginal orgasm. Wow, so, at 51, you had your first vaginal, vaginal orgasm right. at 51. So, I, but you know what? Like, I find that to be common that a lot of women and a lot of us think that we're having an orgasm and we're really not having an orgasm. And so, just to ask you a question, you said you had had a vaginal orgasm, meaning somebody eating you out and you had an orgasm, but that was your sex, first time like having a penetrated orgasm at 51 in your whole life yes how did you know you were having an orgasm girl because when you have one you damn sure know you have it <laughs> <laughs> so was it a different feeling from the other sex because you have children and all of those things so you had never experienced that and was it different from getting your coochie ate out and coming was the getting it beat up i mean it's different, different in a way because when you're when you have oral sex, you know what that builds up and feels like. So it's similar in that way. But when you really to me, but though it was more intense. Um, and I also have to add preface that I also brought that up because the guy that I experienced that with was somebody I just could, I just trusted. Like you know, it was like so. I think when it comes to relationships, too, you have to be um, you have to really women have to be comfortable with themselves. And in their own bodies. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, I mean, I knew. So and do you also feel like that, that was I... the reason you had the orgasm in that particular time was because for once out of all of the men you dated, you were finally comfortable? Or do you think it was a different sexual technique? Because a lot of people don't associate the mental feeling of being with a person with the orgasm. They, Some people say they can just have an orgasm and don't give a damn who it is as long as they stroking good. I mean, your body has a physiolo physiological reaction, of course. So, I mean, that's not necessarily not true what the women say, but there was um, this, there was a mental connection that we had. There was a heart connection that we had. And once I realized that I could do it, I did it. Um, and so it was just, a, it was, it was a beautiful time. And so um, growing up though, I, you know, because we're kind of talking about this, a couple friends are not out of mine recently. Growing up, you would not know, like I was just total, I wasn't anti-sex or anything. Well, one, I was kind of in the church and we had all this, all this taboo stuff. But two, I didn't, I was not comfortable, very not comfortable. And part of that though had been because of sexual abuse. Other part of it was just, I just was not confident in myself as a woman, even though I had all these children. And so um, the more confident I became in myself, I realized that these were topics that, um, or this conversation had, had to be had. And so who better yet to have it than me? Um, and I'm not saying, cause there's a lot of women out there I, that I follow that are mentors that know probably more than me, but from the heart and the things that I've learned and share um, I'm always trying to get women to be audacious, to be authentic, to live in their pleasure. You know, I'm always asking, I'm team orgasm. 
Um, and but remember, team orgasm is for your life. It's team orgasm. <laughs> so, so that orgasm changed the whole thing. But you touched on something I want to go back to a little bit. Um, somebody sitting there hard. Sorry to take this hard away from you. You said that <laughs> the church. Do you feel like being in the church they oppose the pleasure aspect and that's one of the reasons why you didn't want to explore or was it more about keeping your mate comfortable because i hear that a lot is a lot of women when you say audacious i know a lot of women that are afraid to say to their partner and you could look at for popular culture dj envy um and his wife Gigi. she wrote a book saying she hadn't had an orgasm with him for 10 years he thought he was making her bust every time. So he didn't understand because she never spoke up. So do you see that happen a lot? Do you think that that's kind of the issue? The man doesn't want to meet your needs or you're afraid to say, hey, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy, I need you to do something a little different. Hit that thing like this. So um, how? So let me start off preferences in this way. The man is not responsible for our orgasm. We are. Now, that doesn't mean that he doesn't have to do his part, but he doesn't know if you don't tell him. And you have to know what you want, what you like. Every woman don't like her breasts up. Every man don't like his dick up. You know, you have to find out what you like and you have to communicate it. And then you have to ask your partner, what is it that they like? Um, I think the answer also to your question is, a little bit of both, you know, a little bit of both. I have, when I did, uh, and I'm going to give this a sidebar, I did a retreat called Soul, Essentially Empowered Weekend last October. And one of the women that we had was a minister in the church, and she's teaching um, BDSM. And she talked to us about it. And they have hardcore What's soft BDSM? Court, and she, What's she, BDSM? Well, let me, girl, let me make sure I said that right. Well, you know, the lips and all that. That's got that right. If I didn't say it right, okay, y'all know my heart means is into it. it okay. Um, where they have the whips to change the different things that they like to do. And I had her come and she talked to the women, and she can teach the hardest and softest side. But the point is bringing the bedroom is undefiled. You can you and your partner bring that whatever you want into it. They might not like it, you don't like it, okay, but talk about what you like. There is so many different things that, um, and she is a minister teaching couples how to have pleasure in the bedroom because what we probably understood, a lot of them has had missionary style and this ain't no shade on the church, but how many ministers or, or men out there um, and women at home trying to hold it down thinking whatever and men out there getting it and we're not responsible for their behavior, don't get me wrong. But I feel like if we could talk about more of what we want, what we desire, what we need, then we might have a better chance. I think that of, that's just um, that's a part helping. of helping your man, though. I think that's a part of helping your man. And I think that that's what a lot of women don't understand. And men as well. So let's not just keep it as women, because I've dated yes. a lot of men that and I'll take it even to food. I remember I was doing meal prep and I had a client that didn't like onions. So he never said anything. So every week I was piling that shit on there. I was sauteing them, dicing them bitches, putting them in hamburger, put them on top of chicken. <laughs> I mean, because I like onions. Most people I know like onions a certain way, but he never said it. Three weeks in, he told me he had been picking stuff off the food. What his thought was, 
well, I didn't want to mess up your recipe. No, it's not my recipe. It, that can be eliminated because now you're paying for something you don't want. And I continue to do it because I don't know that you don't want it. So men and women have to really be honest to have that great sexual experience. But when did you become the high priestess of pleasure? Because you started with the church. What made you even transcend? Was it that first nut? Or was this going on a little bit before that? Or, or like, what was that that said, okay, because uh, a lot of people may not know you used to be a social worker for years. What said, you know what, I understand the church and all that, but I'm going off into pleasure. I want to teach people how to bust these nuts. So I will, so probably about, so let me say for church for me, I have been fortunate in a way because even when I was in the church, I really didn't get caught up in religion. Not the way that, that some women have talked about it and in that way, but that doesn't mean that I still have not had my, my situations where I'm still trying to um, not be controlled by religious thinking and stuff. I'm sure there's stuff I'm still working through, but having said that, um, I always saw myself on a spiritual journey. And so, so I was always into not just Jesus or God in that way, but understanding um, the deities and the other different things that, you know, that we would have grown under like Orishas or different things. And, the best thing I can say is I never really got stuck on anyone. So that's what I want to say there first. But, um, and I've been always intuitive. Maybe it's because of some of the pain and stuff, but I've always been very intuitive, very spiritual in that way. And so I think it was 2017 or 18. I had been like feeling led to walk the labyrinth. And there's a labyrinth at Bell Isle. And now you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's right, actually. The one that I know of is next door to Bell Isle. Shout out to everybody across the country. You know, we are based in Detroit. Uh, yes. And although Tress is on the West Coast, she's making a Detroit reference for people who may say, what is Bell Isle? Yes, because I used to live there. So yeah. we, like, we get ready to go over. And I just kept feeling led to walk the labyrinth. And so... Finally, one Saturday, because as you know, back then I was like running and walking and doing all these things. I went to the park, I walked, and then I just left and went straight to the labyrinth. Well, there was a Native American woman she well, of lineage, and I had worked with her before. And there was a woman there who was from Australia. She made labyrinths. And mm. so they had already walked. I started walking. They said, well, they came over. They're like, can we pray for you? I'm like, okay. Um and so they started to like pray for me and I could just smell the, um, I could just smell this smoke, the cedar. Um, and I knew that the portal was open and I could just, you know, I'm just sitting here and I'm like, and I could hear them saying, tell, give her her name, give her her name. And I'm like, what does this mean? So after they prayed for me, one of them said, wait a minute, like, um, two native American men were coming in. They were hoping, uh, the Hopi tribe and they were like okay um they she said I need to bring them here and I just went back to walking and doing what I was doing mm -hmm. and so after they walked the labyrinth they all, all gathered me and said can we pray with you so they kind of put north south east west had all and they had me in the center and then the Native American men came and began to pray over me in English pray over me in the Native American tongue and then he had they went back and they had had us stump in the prayers. 
So I remember that night going home, that night going home. And I remember taking a shower, just asking. Mm -hmm. And I remember the next day and I'm like, the next day you woke up, week? like I'm the high priestess of pleasure. No, no, wait a Oh. Wait, wait, wait. So I'm like, well, wait a minute. What does that mean? And I heard the word high priestess. I still didn't know what it meant. It took me about a week later when I heard you asked for your name. Name needs nature. You are the high. Right. And so I knew in that moment that that's, I had been anointed as a high priestess. But however, it took me a while longer to understand of what. I just kind of would say, understand that that's your role. But then when I, we often teach what we most need to embody. And so mm -hmm. I understood I was looking to be authentic in my lifestyle and I had lived my life for everybody else. I had lived my life in fear and there was so much more that I wanted. And once I started to really, I don't know, start to tap into sex or whatever, I knew that there was more to it. Mm -hmm. I knew that we often didn't talk about it that I wasn't the only woman. Many times what I've gotten into what I'm doing now is because even back in 2017, I don't know, you might remember this, when I was feeling led to start working with community. It was so far different from what I'm doing now, but it's always still being somehow connected to the women and the divine feminine. And so that's kind of how it is. And I, I, I just advocate for women to live in their pleasure. Just you know, find out what it is. Love yourself. Ask for what you Self love want. is the most important. That was a hell of a, that was a hell of a circle right there. You know, from the Native American meeting to going to busting the nut to coming back, just all full circle. And that's how life is. It's a circle. And I do think that orgasms are important for women. So, can you tell me some of the health benefits of an orgasm? One is a woman is getting good sex on regular. She ain't as grouchy in hell and filled with hell either. She is not as grouchy. She is not as grouchy. Um, I feel like um, the endorphins in our bodies, they make us feel better. We look better. Um, a woman who is really um, tapped into her sensuality, whatever she do, she brings herself to it first. Like she, like sometimes it's hard for women to have sex, good sex, or even a good lifestyle because they disconnect it. It's almost like their body is one space and they're in another space. And they're not really yeah, that, that's fully true. in your body. Yeah, because you, you, can't, you, you can't really relax and get off into it. So as the high priestess of pleasure, I love that title, so I got to say it many times. What are some pleasure <laughs> tips? Why, like, what, are, what are some things that women and men can do to have that orgasm or to have that, that healthy sexual appetite or life? Well, one of the things I would say, and I probably would always say this first, is connection. Because when you're when you're connected, that's the first thing. Uh, women and men, you almost kind of just going through the the motions if you're not connected, and um, like being able to talk about what it is, laugh, joke. There's things that start before the bedroom. Um, so you think the gave, things before the bedroom is what really leads to that great sexual life? Right now, we yeah, because we think about foreplay and there is the physical foreplay. But what about when you just having so much fun and you spicing it up because of the relationship and you're laughing all the time and you're doing things with each other? 
how much more is that than when you just, okay, well, let me come together and you just touching each other. But when you've really engaged, if you're building up the sexual energy, you're building up like building to the climax in that, that, that fun, that, in you know, that, um, it's just better. I, I, that's the best way I can say it. For me, that's how I am. And I'm one of those people that I really can't, like, don't get me wrong, when I was younger, that was one thing. But once again, I wasn't dating or having sex for my own gratification. Whereas now, I'm at a different age where that is what I want. And that's one thing about age. You know, I know a lot of people look at youthfulness and, and I love youthfulness It's beautiful, but the older you get, the more you learn yourself and the better you become. If you ask me, I feel like I'm better than I've ever been. I feel like I'm more confident than I ever been. And I feel like instead of going into a sexual relationship, looking for a husband or, or looking for all these things, if I'm going into it, I'm looking for my own gratification. So that means that if I want to call him five times because I wanted to call, I'm not worried about did he call me or not. I call him because I want to call him. If I want to have sex, I'm not worried about did he make the first move. I'll go over there and don't get me wrong. I do. I'm traditional. So I do like for a man to make a I move know. on me. But that doesn't mean that I won't give the signal and let it know, hey, the coast is clear. Let me touch that leg. Let me start rubbing that neck, that back. Let me kiss on you. I'm letting you know I want to do it. Shit. And it's not because just because you want to do it. No, I want to do it. I want to have sex. Like you said, I want to bust a nut. I'm coming in saying, hey, eat my coochie, do this, do that, instead of being all scared, like, you don't eat coochie. Well, if you don't, then I, we probably shouldn't have sex because I know I'm going to want to do that. You know what I'm saying? I know if your balls is musty, right, I don't right. want to date you because I might want to stick it in my mouth. So I'm, instead of being, you know, when you're younger, you're shy, <laughs> I don't suck dick. Well, yes, I do. Just not everybody's. That's the difference. I don't suck right. everybody dick. Absolutely. I don't sleep with everybody. I'm very selective about who I sleep with. But if I sleep with you nine times out of ten, I'm going to suck your dick. That's why I got to be careful who I sleep with. And those are the things that, that I like. So that sexual compatibility. Listen, let me ask you this. When going into a relationship, just as a tip, how soon do you think people should be discussing uh, sex and what they're expecting from sex? I mean, after meeting. Um, you know what? I, I won't, I don't put a time frame on, I mean, immediately, if that's what you both want to be. So I want to preface that in two ways. I have some women that say no, cause it turns them off. Cause they feel like all the man want is sex. Um, I, on the other hand, if you're talking about it without feeling pressure, like he got to have sex, but he understands. I think the sooner you both understand what you want from the relationship. If you're both okay with all you want is sex and you're good with that, you guys decide when it's, you know, because when do you when do you want to make it happen? Some people immediately, some people, you know, step back. I don't like to put time limits on women and men because you're grown and you know what you're feeling. You might have tucked that woman out and thought, oh, man, I want, and you talked to her and you were like, uh-uh, once she opened her mouth, once she opened his mouth, I am not interested. <laughs> you say coochie dry up yeah, and, and it get real limp. I mean, that happened. Right, right. And I want to go right back to something else you said when you talked about, because one of the things also that um, women in order and men, you know, like to tell men so I'm often taught, one of my mentors taught, which it really works well. The things that you really would like a man to do for you, to do for you, 
start doing for yourself. You like all mm. sex, touch your body, feel what it feel like, so you know how, um, and those type of things. So, so masturbation is important. Be, and I call it self-pleasure. Masturbation self -pleasure. sounds too okay. patriarchal. It's self-pleasure. Okay, so okay. I like that word. <laughs> I'm like, but yeah, some people like jack off, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, one yeah, of my yeah. favorite things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So neither, you know. So I don't. I've been masturbating so for a long time, Tressa, high priestess. Yes, 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 that's what I, you know. And I'm not Two saying it's not worth like you. <laughs> yeah, now Tiffany, don't get me wrong. I, I use it sometimes too. I just kind of for women who are really. And especially for women, maybe who've been in sexual abuse or things like that, just trying to help them to kind of like, you know, words matter, trying to get them to to, to ease on into some of the things. Um, and when you say self-pleasure, they kind of get it like it's for me first. It's you for me first. You know what? I love that point. I really do love that point because I never thought about that till you said it. The semantics of that may make it for someone who's been abused or make it where it's not like you said it's not a task or it's about the pleasure um for you and and i do think that masturbation is important um yes. i think it's important because you get to explore your own body you know yes. what areas you like for yourself um it also relieves stress when you're in between a period and maybe you don't want to have a, a new sexual partner um because i think that you know especially like at my age right now i'm not sleeping with everybody you know what I mean? I don't want to, and I'm not going to do that. So, but I still want to bust me a nut. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I got to get to learning myself and listen here, not to endorse. If you go look back, we had um shout out to uh, Lou, my boy Lou, who sold me a rose and I had him on the show and I really enjoy the rose. How do you feel about toys and bringing other things to the bedroom uh, as far as from I a pleasure standpoint? I think that it's between the partners. I don't feel like there's anything. If you want to role play. Um, so when I gave, um, so when I had, so one of the gifts best, well, one of the toy, uh, we gave toys, we gave bags away. And so one of the things that the women got was a seven power or seven yeah, level vib uh, vibrator. Not the seven levels. That lets you know I know too many. Of, I know all of the sets. Let me tell you. I know them all. No, this one, Tiffany. This one was so. Her name is um, Velvet Lips. Um, Marva Renee. She does a lot of things. She's been doing women advocacy and things like that and toys for so long. And she actually donated them. And when I tell you, it's one of the best vibrators I have ever, 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 ever. Where is it at? Where is it at? My room. It's in my I'm room. About the name of the company. I don't need you to pull it out. Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Like, I'm okay, like, freaky deaky one is. Oh, you want to be to demonstrate how I use it? Hold on, y'all. No, I just no, no but what is it? Plug the company. Tiffany, I have to send you the um because I don't remember the exact name of it. I know that's kind of crazy, but uh, I just pull it out and use it. It's so, the seven pleasure. But I'm gonna tell you, ladies, if you want to know for the ladies. I heard about the men too. You have your own now, but that rose is a treat. It stays charged for so long and it is so fucking quick. I hate how quick it is. It's so quick that by the time I put on my favorite porno, I didn't came for they took their clothes off. I can't stand it. I get on my nerves. 
but I love it. And for the fellas, I heard they got the Gawk Gawk 3000. They got the thing that go up and down the shaft and all that stuff. So I do think that toys can be great, but once again, it's about you and your partner. Um, how do you feel about threesomes, orgies, and um, multiple sex partners at once? I feel like whatever floats your boat is what you want to do. I feel like people who do it need to be very mature about it, um, have a conversation so it doesn't end up, especially, for example, if you're in a relationship with someone or you marry and then um, and you two try this and you have to be understand the consequences and be able to discuss anything uh, about it. But I think that whatever floats people's boat, um, I'm a one-on-one -on -one person, but I don't judge anybody. What whatever you do, it makes you feel pleasurable. Um, then you know, roll with it. I mean, that's kind of how I feel. Like I'm not here to tell people how and who to have sex with. Have you ever had a threesome or multiple sex partner? No. It, okay. it doesn't interest the me. The high priestess of sex only, <laughs> only consults on those matters. She does not participate. Don't forget you listen to the Retired who... Hood Rat Podcast every Monday, 9 a.m. We are live on YouTube and Facebook fan page, Comedian T-Bar. Make sure you subscribe, click like, and listen to all of our episodes. And you can also listen on all streaming platforms every Thursday. And while you're listening, go listen to my audio album, T-Bar live at the independent featuring the hit single scoochie on the coochie and since we're talking about <laughs> sex we got to talk about that scoochie on the coochie listen question tressa okay is it the motion of the ocean or the size of the boat <laughs> i have been with men who have i have been with men who have had size and didn't know what to do with it mm. and i've been with men that maybe wasn't as sizeful but knew how to work it i like the so word sizeful i love that word like sizeful. i mean i think that i've had a good uh sexual experience with a smaller penis i don't think it was as small it can't be one two inches but on the smaller side and right, i think right. that People don't understand how big seven and eight inches really is. Like, if you look at a ruler and you really look, it's not like it's the little small thing. So, um, shout out to everybody who wants the horse dicks. Not me. Shout out to all the men and women who love them horse dicks. Y'all love them. I'm going to give them to y'all. I think that the motion in the ocean is more important after a certain size. After it's just deemed yeah. usable, <laughs> then... <laughs> That's where the foreplay, the feelings. Um, but you hear that, you know. Scoochie on the coochie is an old and an anthem to smaller penises. And I think that guys with small penises should really play on their strengths, which is stop asking women to ride them. Ask them to scoochie on that coochie. Go watch the video so you can see what the scoochie looks like. Scoochie on the coochie on all platforms. Okay, that's Tidal, Google Play, Spotify, and also you can watch the video. Scoochie, <laughs> not ride. Scoochie, play up your strengths. Don't worry about your weakness. Don't come in here talking about you got that big dick line. What about these men and women? Women too, because women lie too, saying they got that good thing and they come through with that wah, 
wah, wah. Should a woman keep dating a man that does that or a man keep dating a woman that maybe doesn't add up to their sexual expectations? Well, so because I understand that if we ask for what we need and you have conversations about it, sometimes the answer is absolutely not. But you would be surprised sometimes if you both learn each other's bodies and the things that you need. So, every, you know, some things can be taught and some things can be learned. But I think also it's about the two people. And some people say, no, I don't want to teach. I don't want to do that. Then that's not for them. But if you have a partner you don't want to give up on yet and willing to learn and you're both willing. Um, I have a mentor who had someone with a very small penis. She never told us who. She didn't disclose. But one of the things she said as she learned to also um, make her own vaginal muscles and stuff stronger, she was, they had better sex. Now, I'm not saying it's him versus her. I'm saying if you really wanted, she liked them. She figured out ways to study to do that. And so she said they had great sex, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of, uh, do you want to teach somebody? Or does that person matter to you enough that you guys can ask each other and talk to each other about what you want? And um, because let's say, for example, you with a person, you've been with them for a long time, that person get hurt. They can't have um, vaginal sex or whatever. But what other ways? So I think kind of, and you know, again, I try to be careful what I tell people they should or should not do, but just offer options. Yeah, I think that, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just yeah. <laughs> That's why you got to do that. Sometimes you like. I mean, you have another, let me hear if you have another take on it. I mean, I'm open. Uh, what, another take on that penis? No, well, no, what I said, because you just got said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm just like, because sometimes you be so overwhelmed or you you still processing because high priestess of pleasure, <laughs> you have given us a lot. And, and I, and I, some ways I agree, some ways I don't. So that's how you just keep it politically yeah. correct. But yeah. you also do a women's empowerment retreat talking about all those things can you tell us a little bit about your retreat and and how it's important to have those women together and what are you teaching at these retreats that help us be more sexually empowered well so the retreat is called so essentially empowered weekend um the first one was in october the next one is april the 26th through the 30th and first of all you would think you you start off talking about sex and men and stuff like that but we start teaching the women themselves you got to know what you like, what you don't like. Um, everybody's different. Like we kind of talked about some people like, no, I ain't teaching nothing. Well, you know, those type of things. Know what, know, and be okay with it. Because, again, audaciousness equals authenticity. And you got to be authentic to yourself. Where one woman wants, if you, if you will, it's okay. Um, so now having said that, we talked about... Um, we had coaching going on last time. We had um, women. We had the boot war shots. We had a woman coming in talking to each woman about who they were and how they show up for themselves. So again, we're always keeping it real with women about you don't, you can't tell anybody what you don't want until you know what you want, and not just sexually. That we sexual sexuality. Or sexual energy really is something that is, is creative energy. So we talk about it sometimes in the bed, but if you bring it into a full um, 
if you bring it like to the full gamut, sexual energy is really creative energy. And how are you showing up in your authentic creative self? Uh, mm. And so we teach them things like that. Um, like I said, we had food workshops. Some women took them naked. Some women did not. Um, we had given women an understanding touch. So we had women that came in. We had Thai body massages. And we don't even call them body, body work. It was different than a massage. This year, we have um, quite a few women showing up. You're one of them. You're going to be bringing, because we need women to understand laughter is important. Laughter mm -hmm. is very much important. It is laughter heals, and it's the only ex, it's the only thing you can do to directly massage the heart. Most yes. people don't know that it's the only thing that massages the heart is laughter. So we have we have uh, Marva Velvet Lips who talked about down self or sex, squirting, all this kind of stuff. We have women that's going to be coming in, talking about um, doing the not only massages. We're going to have this time vaginal steamings. Women will get to split up which one you want or the body massage. Because what I learned, I won't say the hard way, not all women like to be touched. Some not all women, women like to be touched, yeah. yeah. Right. So even though we offered them the Thai body massage, they just got their feet done. And that was it. They, You know, and so we often a different. Um, we have women that's going to be coming in. We, we did, um, what do you call that? music music and yoga and erotic things we do a lot of erotic things but we have a lot of games we have a lot of downtime what we call it is healing through adult play and so yeah and it we, helps to normalize those normal activities you know what i'm saying certain yes. things are taboo but obviously they're normal because that's the only way you can procreate that's the you know what i'm saying everybody not everybody because you know you have some lifelong virgins but most people are going to have some type of sexual encounter and it's a normal emotion that we experience that at times you can't control so taking empower of it and you said something you said um audaciousness equals authenticity i love right. that statement yeah you can't be you can't be authentic until you bold enough to be audacious because that means you may look different you may behave different and it's not necessarily something always far out to the left like you have to be okay like coming on your show i have to be okay that there's gonna be women like you that maybe don't agree with everything and it's and all you do and so you can't be tied into how they receive it you just give off the information um and so, you know and i'm often like i said uh and plus as a coach there's things that maybe as a you or individual can say me i have to kind of keep the whole perspective open because i'm not mm -hmm. here to tell people how they should um, perform, act, do whatever. Just bringing them other options and helping them to see things. We have Tamar Zisawa. She is coming in. Um, and we have we have some great food. It sounds great amazing. When, when is the date? Yeah. How can they sign up for it? Where's the location of this retreat? So the location is here in Arizona. We haven't actually told everybody where it is. We okay, but Arizona, so they'll know the geographical uh, limitation. You know, everybody's listening from all across the world. Thank you guys for listening so, yeah. so much. And so you were saying it's in Phoenix. And what are the dates? <clears throat> April 26th through April 30th. So April 26th through April 30th, it is a women's retreat in Phoenix. How can they get tickets or reach out to you to possibly come? Okay, so they can call, you know, my phone number is 
Oh no, let me give them the business number. Six two three. Yeah, I was going to say y'all been doing this all day. Nah, give out the. I mean, not all day because that was nothing. Anyway, give out the business number, girl. Yeah, because you. I was about to like. Oh my god, not your work be... number. Like I work at the number in two four eight. No, 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 no. I was about to. I'm girl. I almost gave them my personal number, and I'm really trying to not do that. Give out my personal number, but it's six two three. Okay, six two three. Um, six nine six three five five seven. One more time. Six two three. Wait a minute. This number. Six nine six three five five seven. One more time. Hold on. Six two three. Tiffany, hold on one second. I want to try. <laughs> you gotta give it. Give it to us fluidly without saying. Hold on. <laughs> I'm trying. Oh no. Well, the reason I said that because somebody <laughs> handed me and I, you know, girl, I don't use it as much. Okay. okay. Six six two three. It's two nine six three five five seven. Okay, so that's if you ladies want to reach out for uh for that retreat, and if they want to maybe consult with you, talk with you, um, as the high priestess of pleasure, or women want to connect with you, how can they do that? My email address is uniquely brilliant two at gmail.com, or they can also call, reach out to me at Tressa at transformativeconversationsandsolutions.com. Tressa at Trans... Oh, I love that. And that's so important. Don't forget, take advantage of... Not take advantage of, but reach out to those people um, that you may need. Maybe you're lacking sexually. Maybe you want to find new ways to introduce some things to the bedroom. Maybe you want to find a way to talk to your partner. Because one thing I've come to find out is the longer you go without talking to your partner, the harder that conversation becomes. So oh, yeah. if it's been 20 years, you've been married, you never bust nothing. It's hard to tell your wife. Hey, it's been 20 years and I don't like that to tell your husband, hey, it's 20 years, but you have to make that conversation. And the longer you procrastinate that, the longer you procrastinate your audaciousness to be authentic. Oh, my God, Tressa, thank you so much. Can you give us a last sexual gratification tip? Um, what can I tell you? Love on yourself every day whether that's sexual or whatever, love on yourself every day. Try it. You'll like it. Try it. Love on yourself every day. It is the Retired Hood Rat Podcast right here on Detroit is Different. Detroit is Different After Dark. I'm your host, Comedian T-Bar. Make sure you keep up with me on all platforms. On Instagram, I am T-B-A-R-B, also on TikTok, Comedian T-Barb, and Facebook, Comedian T-Barb as well. If you are a metaverse person, you can catch me every Thursday at the Ladies of Comedy Museum inside of Horizon World. And if you're a Detroiter or you want to fly out to Detroit or come into Detroit or drive to Detroit, whatever you want to do, February 1st and March 1st, I'm at the Detroit House of Comedy, which is in downtown Detroit, right inside of Hockey Town, next door to the Fox Doors open at 7.30 and tickets can be found at my website, which is tbarbisfunny.com. I want to thank you for another amazing episode of the Retired Hood Rat Podcast. Don't forget, relapse is a part of recovery. But if you feeling real hood radish, you can retire too. And if you still want to be a hood rat, that's okay with us too. We'll catch you next Monday, 9 a.m. live on YouTube. 
and Facebook fan page Comedian T Barb and Thursday on all platforms. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Subscribe, like, and share. Thank you, Tressa. High Priestess of Pleasure. And remember, pleasure yourself every day. I'm a, I am love that one. We, we leaving with that. It's all yes. pleasure. <laughs> Oh my God.